Welcome to No Bra Club, a safe space for the unapologetic woman. Welcome back to No Bra Club, guys. So I feel like I've been gone for a little bit. The last week or so has just been kind of crazy. My mom who was on last week's episode, not last week, but I guess the last episode, episode nine, is remodeling her office. So she has two Allstate offices and we're kind of merging into one. And so she is renovating the other one. So we've been back and forth, back and forth. I haven't really been at this office where all of my equipment is. So I've kind of just been waiting. I was supposed to do an episode with someone and they kind of canceled on me. So we're here and welcome to episode 10. We are going to be talking about living with anxiety, on social media and just in real life. I'm gonna be talking about a lot of personal experiences, giving you guys some tips on like how I help my own anxiety so that may help, but I really want this episode to be about like you guys not being alone. I want you to know that if you struggle with anxiety on a daily, um, or just you know every now and then you struggle with anxiety that you are not alone and I am here and so many other people, thousands, millions of people I'm sure live with anxiety. So if you are new, I do a weekend recap, highs and lows, and then I read a review, and then I continue on with the topic of the podcast. So the last, I guess the weekend was, I think it was last weekend, Um, it was Mother's Day. So I went to Georgia. My fiance Noah did not come with me because he has just been working so hard during the week. He works outside. It's hot in Florida, and he just works such long days. So I let him stay um, in Jacksonville and then my friend Jaylee came with me and we hung out with my family and we hung out with um, you know my sisters and everyone so we had a really good time and then we went there on Saturday came home on Sunday so that was our weekend and then a high that I actually have so the last three days I have been going to the gym consecutively with my mom my mom has been making me wake up at 7 a.m to get up and get my butt working out like it feels good I'm really exhausted my body's not used to it yet I think give me like two or three weeks and I'll be okay but I am just like really happy that I've stayed consistent for three days because normally you know it's not even that long that my working out lasts Um, I think that if I can make it to the two week mark that I'm good like that I'm set and I will continue to do it I don't know how many days you have to make do something to make it a habit, but I know it's not three days. So that is my high though, because I am I am proud of myself. So my low, I am gonna go into detail about this one a little bit. So I came back to YouTube about a, at the beginning of May, May first, I posted a video or just the beginning of May. I posted my video saying I was back from my break, and my break was amazing. It just reminded me of why I do YouTube. And the video that I posted when I came back, you know, it was doing really well. And then the next two videos after that are doing straight shit. Like, as a YouTuber, as a content creator, when your numbers are low and they're used to being, you know, like a decent number, if you're below your average, you're trying to figure out what am I doing wrong? Like, am I not posting a good video? Is the thumbnail not good? Like, there's a million things going through my head. And both of the videos I posted recently are doing shitty. One of them I thought was going to do amazing because microneedling, I got my face microneedled, you know, I spent so much money to get it done for me and I thought, you know, people are really going to be interested because they want to help their skin and it did awful. Like, I worked so hard on them, I'm just, I'm so aggravated. Um, Social media is so different these days and I talk about this with a lot of influencers and just people on the internet that have been around for a while. Social media is more 
I don't know. It's more saturated than ever because COVID made everyone go on the internet. Everyone's an influencer. Everyone's posting. And it's like the competition is so much harder because I wasn't, you know, super, super famous. I was well known on my platform, but like expanding to more people, it's like, it's just almost harder. And I'm beating myself up so bad that these last two videos did so shitty. (sighs) My period starts next week. So sorry for the rant, guys. I am just so annoyed. I'm posting my morning routine, my 7 a.m. morning routine today, and I was really excited, and then I started to go look at, like, inspiration videos, like, for my thumbnail and stuff, and now I feel like shit again, because I do not think that it's up to par. Like, I'm so hard on myself when I create my content. Like, I wanted it to look a certain way, but I can't change my life. I can't change my home. I can't change who I am, so, like, I have to remind myself that my content is going to be different than everybody else's. And it's just, I'm, I'm way too hard on myself. So I'm going to try and force myself to edit it and post it anyways. Unless I edit it and it just looks awful, then I'm literally just going to redo it tomorrow. But I'm supposed to post on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So if I don't do that, if I don't post today, I'm going to be even more pissed. And I'm just going to feel like trash. I'm going to feel like I'm disappointing you guys. I'm disappointing myself, really. Um, and just the hard work that I've been putting in it and... I'm not getting the recognition that I deserve. So, anyways, let's change the subject. Um, All of this kind of goes into the subject that we're talking about, which is anxiety. But I am going to read a review. Um, I don't know the name. It just says, like, a whole bunch of letters. B-F-H-J-K-F-J. Just random stuff. Such an amazing podcast. I love how real and open it is. Makes me feel awesome to know I can listen to someone and be so real and genuine. Which I needed that. I really did. Because I am probably the most genuine and real person someone and anyone will ever meet. Because I just don't have a filter. Like, I'm nice, but sometimes I have to watch what I say because I just I say it how it is. My family's always told me that I say it how it is. So thank you for that. Um, I do try and be as genuine and real. And sorry for that door. I am at the office and there's people coming in and out all day. So thank you for that. And without further ado, let's just get into it. So living with anxiety on social media, I've been doing social media for about five years. Um, And as you can see, just because my videos didn't do good, it gives me major anxiety. I feel like crap. Um, And it's a lot to deal with because I have a regular job. I have a regular life. Like I'm not like super famous. So the money isn't super consistent. And like if I'm putting all this work and time and effort into something, it's just not doing well. It's not doing well enough. It just makes me feel awful. But I like to define what I'm talking about. So what is anxiety? Anxiety is intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. Fast heart rate, rapid breathing, sweating, and feeling tired may occur. Which everything I just talked about is pretty much that. I'm just worried that everything I've been working towards is just not meant for me. And I just get scared because it's something that I'm so passionate about and love. And uh, if that's not the best example, I don't know what is. So when I first experienced anxiety and my first panic attack, um, I didn't really know what it was. I thought I was just freaking out. But I uh, fractured my spine, I want to say in middle school. No, I don't know if it was middle school or not. It was like early, um, maybe early high school. No, it was middle school. It was like eighth grade. I fractured my spine. I fell off of a ripstick and... Truthfully, I had a panic attack. One, because my spine, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly what happened. I don't really remember. I just remember falling on my back, having a panic attack because I knocked the wind out of myself. 
Um, and I was in an ambulance, so you know I was hyperventilating, freaking out. My second um, big, big, you know, anxiety attack was when I had my first case of vertigo. I was really, really dizzy, and I was freaking out. Um, and they told, the doctors told my mom that I had anxiety, but at the time, we didn't really want to diagnose it as anxiety because um, she thought I was too young, and... You know, I just kept it pushing. Um, and I would always have, like, night terrors and just really bad nightmares. Um, and I would wake up hyperventilating. So that was, like, other symptoms, oh, other signs that I had anxiety. Can you guys hear that rain? I don't know if that's going to soothe you guys, but um, <laughs> we got some rain in the background and some sirens and some doors. Um, so anxiety for me has kind of always been a part of my life. And as I gotten older, I've gotten more aware of it. I've gotten more aware of how to deal with it. And when I was younger, the best way for me to deal with my anxiety is my mom telling me to breathe in through my nose, out through my mouth. So I told Noah, like, if I ever have a panic attack, please just, like, sit there, hold my face, talk to me, and tell me that. Like, tell me to breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth. So it's kind of something that I've learned to cope with and learn to deal with. Something my family has had to learn to deal with as well. Um, you know, anxiety wasn't even really recognized as an actual illness until like the last few years. I feel like some of the older generations still don't even think that it is a real disease, which is so annoying because I've actually had conversations with older people and they're like, um, you guys, you young people just, you need to take a breath. You need to take a chill pill. Anxiety is not real. And I'm just like, okay, please get out of my face right now because you have no idea. Um, just because your feelings were forced to be suppressed does not mean mine have to. So, uh, um, anxiety can be triggered by so many different things. Sometimes for me, like if I'm all in my head trying to do too many things at once, thinking about my videos, looking at my numbers and stuff, I'll get dizzy and even have some like brain fog and I'll know that I'm getting anxious because I'll start to feel that feeling. Um, and then when that happens, it turns into my chest getting tight. And then when my chest gets tight, I start yawning a lot and the yawns won't come out. They kind of get like stuck. And that really makes me anxious because I heard one time when you're yawning that means you're not getting enough oxygen to your brain so I'm sorry if that makes you anxious but it's just something that runs through my brain often um so when all those things start to happen I know that I seriously like need to calm down and relax um I talk about this a lot but I was on a medication called meclizine and it is an SSRI it is one of the harsher anxiety medications um, it did help me mentally with my anxiety, but physically, like, I had a lot of body changes occurring with the weight gain and the acne. It just changed the way my body works and looks, and so that has caused me major anxiety in itself. I do smoke CBD. It's like a little CBD vape. I smoke it every now and then to kind of help with that excess, you know, anxiety because I don't take that medication anymore. I stopped taking it in December and, you know, I just needed something to kind of give me, like, a little bit of help because it is a disease and you can't just make it go away, but go away by doing breathing techniques. Like, it's crazy that no matter what, I'm always going to have anxiety, you know. So, um, also, when I go to doctor appointments, that makes me super anxious because I feel like either they're going to tell me, like, no answer at all or I'm going to think some, like, irrational fear that I'm totally dying um, and I know a lot of people <laughs> experience that as well. So just know, guys, you are not alone in your anxiety journey. There are so many things that can trigger anxiety. Um, and, you know, doctor appointments and laying on my back and, like, my neck being tucked. Like, if I don't have proper support on my neck and my head, I will feel like my chest gets tight. <laughs> 
and even talking about anxiety, I just feel anxious. Like right now, I just need to take a deep breath and just breathe because random things trigger it. Talking about it can even trigger it, you know? Um, so I did have someone ask me like, what are your post, um, you know, panic attack symptoms? For me, my body hurts really bad because when I am having a panic attack, like I can't breathe, but my body tenses up, like my fists get really tight and I always get headaches and I just feel exhausted. Like I feel my body is just drained, I'm so tired. And they even said in the definition that sweating and feeling tired may occur, um, post anxiety, you know, panic attack, whatever. And it can, it can be debilitating in the sense of like, it will control your everyday life if you kind of don't get a handle on it. So my anxiety, it's developed over the years. Like I said, I've learned how to handle it. Um, I want to tell you guys about this story. I was in Target one day actually having a terrible anxiety day. Like some days I'll know, okay, like it's just going to be bad. And so my friend and I, we went to Target to try and like distract me, you know, to walk around. And I'm looking at the purses, looking at shit that I can't get, you know, whatever. And I hear these two ladies talking about anxiety. And I'm like, well, I'm going to listen. There were two working, like they worked there. They worked at Target. And they were talking about how one of them was like, my anxiety is so bad today. And I'm like, okay, her anxiety is bad. My anxiety is bad too. And the other lady was like, yeah, um, I get anxiety sometimes too. And the other lady was like, well, I can't even imagine living with anxiety every day because this shit's ridiculous. And I'm like, well, yeah. But I feel like that's such a touchy subject to talk about in public. Um, you really could trigger someone to go into full-blown panic attack, like talking about stuff like that out loud. So I feel like they should have been a little more careful with the conversation. Um, it kind of annoyed me the way they were talking about it. Um, just like, yeah, I can't even imagine. Like, the ex it's, it's just crazy. I would never be able to do that. Um, and it wasn't really in a bad way. It just annoyed me because I was having a bad anxiety day. So it kind of just, you know, it triggered me to be a little aggravated, triggered me to, you know, still be a little more anxious. Um, so just be careful what you say. Um, you know, be considerate of the people around you because you never know, you know, what someone is going through. Um, everyone's experiences with anxiety can feel so different and be felt in like different places. So my anxiety is mainly in my chest. Like when I've told you guys, like when I lay back and my neck is kind of squished or whatever, I'll feel it in my chest and then I'll start yawning. But other times it is in my head and that's when I start to feel like the dizziness and the mental fogginess. And I do have some other health issues going on and I've been going to the doctor so that probably does not help. I know it doesn't help actually. Um, he even told me like, you know, that's not going to help the issues that you're having and whatnot. So I do want to share some things with you guys and like ways that I help ease my own anxiety um so the first thing I like to do is sit with my fiance and just have him hold me sometimes just laying on his chest feeling his breathing like him just rubbing my head or my back or my arm or just his touch really really soothes me um it, even though it makes me fall asleep sometimes or just having someone next to you maybe an animal a friend you know a partner whoever that human interaction and human touch can soothe some people and it soothes me the other one is smoking my CBD pen. It is a new, you know, thing that I've been trying. I've been, I've had it for like a month now. Um, I feel like it does help sometimes, but I get nervous smoking it because I, I just feel like smoking is going to make me nervous. So I used to try and smoke weed and weed was good for me for a while. Um, I never talk about this ever or mention it to anyone, but um, I... Uh, 
stopped smoking because it was making me more anxious. Like, I remember the day that I decided to stop, and I probably will not smoke again. Um, so different things work for different people. I don't know. It may help you, but it doesn't help me. Another thing is taking deep breaths for as long as I can to kind of, like, bring my heart rate down and kind of just, you know, you know, in through my nose, out through my mouth. And sometimes if I'm having a panic attack, I'll forget to do it. And so it's really important to kind of remind yourself to do those things. Another thing that Noah actually has been helping me with is sitting straight up and down, lifting my arms above my head. My mom told me that as a kid too, but he even mentioned it. So just like giving your your insides room to breathe and elongate them and just let them stretch out and just, you know, take your deep breaths. And another thing is distracting myself. It may be going to Target, it may be going shopping or just going and getting something good to eat or playing with my cats. Like um, anxiety can be really controlling and it's scary. So for me, I like to, you know, do things to help that. I did see this one thing on Instagram. Um, this person, the at name is the anxiety healer and she posts all things anxiety. I've been following her for a while. She actually posted this a day ago and I knew I was doing this episode today. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to read it. So it says, what anxiety really feels like words from the healing community. So this is different ways that anxiety feels like being trapped in my mind. A hundred percent agree. <laughs> Thinking about everything and doing nothing. I swear to God, that's me on a regular basis. Just not doing enough, not doing anything. Like it's, it's awful. Heart pounding, grappling fear of what if this time it's different. That's not me all the time, but it does happen. So like these things are different for everybody. Um, it's telling me that things I eat will not be safe. I never experienced that, but you may. And it's real. Intrusive, self-critical, obsessive thoughts and seeing the worst possible in every situation. Definitely me. <laughs> Overthinking past experiences. I, don't, I try not to think on the past too much. I'm not really like a, a past kind of girl. Like once I get over it, I kind of get over it. I try not to linger, but that does not make your feelings any less valid. If you think of those things, then, you know, try and come back and think about the present day, what's happening, what's going to happen tomorrow, stuff like that. Feels like I'm having constant, exhausting internal argument with an abusive second personality. I haven't really experienced that one, but I can't even imagine. Like these things are so terrible and so real. Um, it's so scary, you know, and then it says, what does anxiety feel like for you? Share in the comments, mental health awareness month. So if that's this month, this is the perfect episode. <laughs> um, because like I said, I've dealt with mental health issues my entire life. I had some things happen when I was a kid that probably triggered a lot of the anxiety, like past trauma that's not healed and, you know, stuff like that. Um, but I take it day by day, guys, for those of you who are struggling, um, you know, having people around you in your life that don't add stress or worry definitely helps. It helps me. Like Noah, my fiance, is the most loving and caring, funny person that I know. So just being next to him, being in the same room with him, him holding my hand is a simple fix to my anxiety. And, you know, you can I, I have separation anxiety when I leave him because he is my comforter. He makes me feel good. He makes me feel happy and not anxious. So, um different things guys work for you write it down write down what anxiety feels like for you and try and figure out ways to conquer it think of ways to help yourself and then let people around you know like this is what I need to do when I'm feeling anxious if you could please help me um it won't hurt and like I said guys this is my millionth time you are not alone anxiety is real and 
if you have any anxiety questions, please just feel free to message me on the No Bra Club podcast Instagram or my personal Instagram, Jaden.Ashley. I am always here to help. I may not answer right away, but I will answer and I will do my very best to let you guys know that I'm here. So thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next week on No Bra Club.